0: You're listening to The Superman Super Show, episode number 65, Perone and the Drug Gang. This episode was recorded on Friday, July the 28th, 2023. Hello and welcome to The Superman Super Show. I'm a host. My name is Steven. And a thousand miles over there to my right is another host, Mr. Ed Moore. Howdy. So, uh... You wanted to talk about little little, talk a little bit about Secret Invasion.
1: Secret Invasion, yes. For those of you that are listening that may not be in the know, Secret Invasion was a six episode Marvel TV show that was on Disney, um, centered on Nick Fury. And in my mind, I've seen probably eighty five or ninety percent of everything. Um, Mm -hmm. The most recent Guardians of the Galaxy, the Christmas Guardians. That was on TV. I haven't seen those, and maybe some other shows that they say are Marvel, but it's kind of tangential. Runaways, Cloak and Dagger, some other things. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen those. So up to this point, that show was the most unlike that character of any character that they have had (laughs) in any TV show in any movie to date. Yeah. Every episode, the overarching storyline. Nick Fury would not have been there done that at all, you know Nick Fury would not have quit first of all. that's why he's Nick Fury. Nick Fury would not have married a scroll. I find that very oh uh by the way, folks, spoilers um, spoilers yeah yeah, here we go um i i just i I cannot swallow that he would have married a skull uh, a scroll um also. When he first found out about the scrolls, he would have immediately gone to Tony Stark and said, Tony, make me something that I can carry with me and turn on, and it will change every scroll within whatever vicinity back to a scroll so I know who's who and where they are and everything like that. As as well as episode thing after th- I'm like, no, that, I, I don't know who that this is the scroll. And everybody else is normal. This is not Nick Fury. I-, I-, I just, for the sake of the story, it is what they did. And they just, I thought that they, they did an excellent job of eviscerating the character of Nick Fury for this TV show. <laughs> it just, wow. I, I just, yeah.
0: I, uh, if I was to sum up my feelings on the show with one word, it would be, eh. You know, it, it, I, I was entertained, but it's not one yeah, of the, yeah. when I eventually go back, like I do every once in a while and rewatch the MCU, I'm probably going to skip this one, <laughs> yeah. but I don't, I didn't hate it. No, um, I mean, I did feel like we were going to learn by the end of it, that Nick Fury was a scroll, um, it, it which, sure felt I like guess kind of technically we did just b- the one part, right? Um, but it's it's really hard for me to dis, regardless of how they may have made out Nick Fury to be in this in this show it's really hard for me to dislike any character that Sam Jackson plays I I just love him so much Sure um but I was super confused why did he put the eye patch back on That's the, that was the
1: the only part of the whole show I'm like nope I don't buy this Okay I took it to be that we we saw both furies okay that last episode was the Nick Fury before the blip if if yeah. you want to pin it down after the comeback up until he put the patch back on in the mausoleum that was a Nick Fury that was the resigned I can never win what's the use of fighting I'm tired. I deserve a break.
0: So that would be, um, you've seen the movie unforgiven Clint yes. Wood? the moment in the movie when he finds out that they killed Ned. Yes. And he takes that bottle of liquor from the guy and starts drinking. That's the moment in the movie where you're like, Oh shit, stuff's going to happen now. Yep. So he's, I guess that was back. like his, yeah, his unforgiven moment where it's just like, okay, here we yeah. go.
1: He's putting the patch back on. Yeah, and okay, and, I get that. And, and truly, that Nick Fury, um well, I was I was gonna say, but in that final scene with the scroll, that wasn't even Nick Fury. Nope. That was more the Nick Fury that I thought he should have been, but it it wasn't even him. That was you know, uh soon as dude turned on the machine, I knew that it's like, Oh, I know what you did there and I know why. Um, so up until that point, I was like, damn, dog is really putting himself out there and getting sick and all this time." I'm like, it,
0: you know. Yeah. See, I'm not, I wasn't smart enough to put two and two together and realize that he was, he was she. Mm-hmm. I just assumed oh, that Nick Fury was a scroll the entire time. That's, that's all I, cause, cause I just couldn't imagine Nick Fury putting himself through that. Right. You know, to die there just to get the guy off the planet, you know, right.
1: just to ask him to leave and, and try yeah. to to yeah. Uh, come to some sort of agreement with him that he would leave. It's like, yeah. really at that? I okay. can see
0: him. Yeah. I can see him sacrifices, sacrificing himself to take the
1: guy out, to, but yes. not to go, please leave. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yeah. yeah.
0: But, and then, then uh, the hospital, was the most unexciting, slowest hospital that nobody worked at. I swear to God, every time you, there was a, especially there at the end when they were pulling the president all over the place, trying to Mm -hmm. get out of the hospital. And every shot of a hallway, it was the exact same set. They just changed the name, the title of the thing over the door. Okay, okay, this is now the where the ER is. And, okay, reset it. We'll just change the sign. It's the same, you know, but it'll look like they're coming into a new hallway. Did they really, I don't know, maybe they spent all their money just getting Sam Jackson to come back and play Nick Fury. Maybe. Because uh, that yeah. was, the the hospital was really disappointing. Um the guy who played the president, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but my first thought was uh from Dirty Steve to uh the President of the United States because that's that's the guy that played Dirty Steve in Young Guns. Um yeah. But it was eh I'm not I'm not mad I watched it. I'm not on 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 the internet going stupid show. It yeah, really. Des- it destroyed my
1: childhood, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but, but- I I probably won't watch it again. For folks that have watched everything since the first Iron Man movie, the first Iron Man, Captain American Thor movie, completely different tenor than just about everything that came after that. And I, I can't necessarily put my finger on why or the, the moment that it changed. You know, from here, these were this way and, and these were this way. It it just – those three movies really stand out to me as as far as as a feeling. And then everything after that, except – now, I will say, the Marvel TV shows that Disney did not do, that Mm -hmm. Netflix did, those have a feeling that all of the other TV shows have not been able to do either. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't know. I, I understand that you have different writers and they, you know, but I, I just, I think that since Disney has gotten a stranglehold on the, on the IPs, they have just driven it in a way different from what they were. Yeah. And it, it just, they they don't, it's not the same level of enjoyment as uh, the, the Netflix TV shows and those first Um, maybe the second Iron Man and the second Cap movie, also maybe starting though with the the second Thor movie and so. But they're just now. It's just I I almost watch (laughs) them. I almost hate watch them, you know, just so that I can say I did, and it's like you know, yeah.
0: For me though, while I think it did take a bit of a dip when you, when we're talking about Iron Man two and Thor two, but as far as captain America, I like the first movie, but winter soldier was for me way above that first movie and civil war, probably the same level. It was more of an Avengers movie than it was Mm -hmm. a a captain America movie, but still I love the crap out of winter soldier. I, I really enjoyed how, because the first movie You know, it made sense. It had a, it felt a certain way because most of it was set in World War II. It had to feel that way. Mm -hmm. And then, once you get Cap into the modern world, they turn it into almost like this spy thriller with superheroes, which again makes sense for Captain America in the in the modern world. So yeah, the I thought they've I think they've done a good job with Cap, but I wonder. You know, let's talk about this philosophically for a second. Okay. Is the new stuff, the stuff they've made over the last few years is it really and I I know the answer to this. Uh, sounds silly to say it out loud, but is it really worse than the than the stuff they were making originally or is it because it's not as special to us anymore because we're used to seeing it, you know? Cuz think about what we had before Iron Man. We had those Spider-Man movies which were great. Right.
1: And maybe Blade. Uh, okay. Now, but in in defense of my argument, I I do have for me what is pretty pretty substantial evidence. And I feel that it is less me and more them because there are still comic books that I pick up and read. Of different times that give me that same feeling. Yeah. And it has to do with the story and the art, it has to do with the craft. I still can get there. It's not that I'm so, you know, jaded or or whatever word you want to use, which yes, that is very possible and it does play some part. I absolutely you have to admit that. But the fact that I can still get those feelings. When I pick up a new book, or when I pick up a book that I've read 10 times, tells me that with these characters and this type of uh, setting and this type of writing, it can still be done. So if a flat 2D 25-page comic book can make me feel that way, an hour-and-a-half ultra-CGI movie with real-life people should be able to do it as well. Here here let me let me put this out there. One
0: big difference between maybe a comic book that you might have picked up over the last 5 years that still made you feel like you did picking up a comic book 30 years ago. The difference there between the Marvel Cinematic Universe is regardless of the fact that those books still being made today are technically part of the continuity, they're not Ultimately under the control of one guy. No, it's really, I feel true. like maybe one of the reasons that the MCU maybe is not doing as good as it was is because they I feel like they've almost painted themselves into a corner because they're okay. trying to stick with this mm-hmm. narrative, this one world, which we know based off of 85 years of comic books that they can do. But you had different people steering the ship. Throughout sure. all those yeah. years, yeah. So
1: maybe that's part of it. I I don't know. That's
0: just me now, talking yeah, that, out of my that,
1: ass. But it could be that yeah, it, we perhaps we are tired of that one person's vision. We, yeah, we see it. We got gotcha, you. We feel you. We you know. Let's let's hand the torch over to. It doesn't have to be older or younger or a woman or but just something different. Let's see there. Uh, six, eight, ten movie picture. let per, perhaps that would do it.
0: Yeah, because they can move forward from here, still make movies, still set in the same universe, still following the same continuity. But maybe if you had somebody else, yeah, steering the ship, maybe because the 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 one thing I I hear most is when i hear feedback about stuff like secret invasion for example is eh, it's not how i they they should have done it like this you know maybe if they would have done this instead and it's like yeah but they didn't and who who's i don't know whose fault is that but yeah the eye beauty is in the eye of the beholder um it, it wasn't as bad as as i as most folks are making it out to be online but it no, wasn't it's the I think the only reason I would watch it again is if maybe Karen said, "Hey, let's watch all the Marvel stuff." I'd go, "Okay, well, we got to watch everything, and this is one of them." So,
1: Yep, this is. But yep.
0: otherwise, when I <laughs> eventually again go do my rewatch,
1: I don't I don't know that I would watch that one again. Right. Well, and w- would it be necessary? It is is there that much in there that you need to uh refresh? Or can you just kind of skip whatever happened in that? And it it didn't add anything substantial, really. You know, it's well, like... Ugh. Think about the TV
0: shows this way. Because I almost feel anymore that like most of these shows that they're doing for Marvel really are their ultimate purposes to set up what's going to happen in 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 a movie. Okay. And so I almost feel like the movies are the main event issues. Mm-hmm. And then the TV shows are the, the tie-ins where, okay. yeah, I mean, yeah, you, if you want to get everything, right. you should watch it. You don't
1: have it, to have it. But you but, don't have yeah. to watch.
0: It. Yeah. So. Could be. Secret Invasion, while it was, again, one time through was fun. I had fun with it. Um, I'm interested to see how that affects the movie side of it. Because obviously, Uh, I'm sure it's going to affect, um, the new Captain America movie,
1: uh, should affect Marvels. I would think
0: too. It should affect Marvels. Most certainly. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Gaia. How are, how is she going to, uh, you know, what's, what's her purpose now in the, in the, cause she's, that's a big deal. Freaking powerful at this point,
1: you know, that's a major weapon just walking around on the planet.
0: And I assume when you step into a machine like that and absorb the DNA of three dozen superheroes, that also includes the innate knowledge on how to use all those powers. Because, boy, they just, back and forth, they just, I'm going to do this.
1: You just knew exactly what to do. Yep. Yeah, they flipped through it and used it and moved on to the next one. And yeah.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: And so, really,
0: when it came down, because ultimately, each one of them had the exact same power set. Mm-hmm. They had access to the same thing. So it's almost like a green lantern going up against another green lantern who has the the imagination, right? And the cleverness to use those powers in a certain way that's going to take out the other person. That's that's kind of what yeah. I liked about that
1: fight. Yeah, because definitely they they can they both should be able to do the same things the same way. Yep. But who can think of it or who can uh, put together the best combination first? Yeah. That's, yeah. It's like in a video
0: game, who who's going to pick the right item to, uh-huh. to, you know, in what order,
1: you know? Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, it's all right. Uh, D- Doug said uh, back there that he had that Blues Brothers poster, too. Yeah. See, Doug and I are like. Sorry, guys, I had the Farrah Fawcett poster in my room.
0: I think it's time that I explain to everybody that Doug and I are the same person. Could well, well it could be I'm you, over here typing as cons. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you
1: were logged in to YouTube yeah. uh, somewhere as Doug S. And you're yeah, you're feeding this whole time. I'm
0: I'm catfishing the podcast. Ah, man. <laughs> All right, you want to talk about this story? Let's do it. All right, so today we're looking at Perone and the Drug... Oh, I cut that off. What was the title? Perone and the Drug Gang. Drug Gang. This is the fourth story to appear in Superman issue number eight. It was written by Jerry Siegel, pencils by Joe Schuster, with inks by Wayne Boring. Superman number eight has a cover date of January slash February 1941, but uh, an on-sale date of November 10th, 1940. That is according to Mike's Amazing World of Comics. And uh, l- let me tell you what happened in this story. Oh my god! I didn't update the freaking synopsis of the story <laughs> in the show notes. Okay, you're, let me go. You're
1: right. Yeah, I was just getting ready to start uh, reading After that. Saving this sounds a man really familiar. For, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> that happened twice. Okay, let me go to. All right, here we go. A series of daring robberies are committed by several dope addicts. Superman trails one of the crooks, Nate Grant, back to his boss and supplier, John Perone. The Man of Steel sets a trap for Perone and catches him in the act of a robbery. When the case goes to trial, Perone's lawyer gets him off on a technicality. Lois Lane, who was also involved in Perone's capture, is invited to Perone's club with Clark Kent. Nate bursts into the club making accusations against Perone, so Perone and his lawyer Brokenshire, which sounds like the uh a place where evil hobbits hang out, yeah. or sad hobbits, one of the two. Perone and his lawyer Broken Shire kill Nate. Superman steps in to prevent them from disposing of the body. The police are called and the crooks are arrested. Caught red-handed. What'd you think of this one, Ed?
1: Um I it I it felt a little different. Um in, in our in our string of of mob stories that we seem to have entered here for uh, uh Superman for for the last little bit Um I'm not a hundred percent sure uh, that I could explain why uh, because i I don't really <laughs> think I know why you know it it felt different um it, it it still it has a lot of those similarities you know the um the gangsters and a, and a rather mundane uh, kind of task that Superman seems to uh, be offended by, but then he he decides to, you know, to champion the, the goodness and justice through the situation and will involve Lois or not. Maybe he'll kind of go undercover or not. You know, I mean, so many similarities. But at the end of the story, I, I was kind of Shaking my head and smiling, as opposed to the previous story where I was just like, you know, why wah. Okay, moving on. Um, so I like, I think part, as I'm, I'm talking, uh, part of it is the inherent naivety of a world beset by dope addicts. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> that that is just so like yeah that that just throws you in the way back somewhere that's like you know g- grandma and grandpa like two or three times removed uh, the the wording that they would have used so i i think maybe that's part of it almost that you know that innocence that you see in the fact that they're concerned about dope addicts yes this uh
0: this one made me feel like um, almost like a shift when, for example, Marvel Comics started doing Punisher books and made crime a bit hard, bit more hardcore. Right. You know, there it was a more serious business going on. And that I mean, just the way the story opens up the very <sighs> first panel, you know, once you get past that opening page that gives you the the teaser the very first panel you got two guys with Tommy guns gunning down a pair of dudes that are you know they're robbing an armored car and they're gunning down the two guards yep. then we get just mayhem in the streets the guy hanging out of a car with his Tommy gun just shooting up another car uh a bullet barely misses Lois uh they run over a guy in a wow. wheelchair they almost run down some children in the street I mean it's 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 like The way this starts out, it's like, okay, this shit just got real. You know, this is what dope does to a city. (laughs) (laughs) Dope. Yeah. (laughs) And for, for most of the story, they don't tell you any more about as far. It's just dope. They're just dope addicts. Mm -hmm. They're on the dope. and The dope is making them crazy. That's it. You, you, You find out a little later, at least at one point. They're gonna uh, knock over a, a shipment of morphine, right? And because the because the one guy he I need some more dope. I need you to shoot me up. I need you know scratching himself. Yeah, yeah. and then it's it's morphine, which yeah, I, you know, that's that's dope. But I think I think this would be the modern day version of these are all heroin addicts. Yeah, you know, except well, actually, I would say meth because. I don't think heroin makes you go out and act crazy like this. I think it's more of a chill unless you shoot up too much and then you die kind of drug. Whereas meth makes you go out and mow your lawn at three in the morning in the middle of a rainstorm, you know? (laughs) So, okay. (laughs) Uh, I was also really confused about Nate, uh, because
1: the first time we get this dude's name, um, is yeah, he? I noticed that too. In the, in the text bubble, he drops two names. Yeah. Nate,
0: didn't I always tell you, Grant, never to come here? I, what? Yeah. Yeah. Nate, Nate Grant. That's, that's the guy's name. <laughs> and that's, and, that is poor writing. That's what that is.
1: Well, and, and, you know, you can tell that it's not, uh, something that they meant to take out. There's nothing that lead you to believe that they intended anything other than those words to be together in that bubble yeah yeah but yeah yeah i I caught that too i was like what so nate is the dude's name yeah Um, nate
0: grant grant's his last name
1: okay yeah so see it's yeah they
0: they do finally say that together way at the end of the story they i think they actually call him nate grant and I was waiting the whole story for them to do that because they have that one word bubble where they use both names in the same word bubble. There's another moment where throughout most of the story, they refer to him as Nate. But there's mm-hmm. another moment where a guy refers to him as Grant. So I was just, okay. I did have, are they just making mistakes when they lettered this book? But then, yeah, right at the end, I think they refer to the guy as Nate Grant.
1: Okay, see yeah. that I I didn't even catch. so. The, the the last
0: page middle area the cop says Nate Grant
1: murdered okay yeah i i missed that completely wow okay
0: what did you um, think about the legal
1: technicality that the lawyer used to to get the guy off i don't even think that qualifies as a legal technicality <laughs> no uh, i don't think that's a technicality at all
0: no that's somebody who has You know, I don't know anything about law either, but I think if I was going to put a scene like that in my book, I would find somebody who knows something about law and ask them if that's an actual defense.
1: You know, that was pretty weak.
0: Yeah. The charge says you are being charged for robbing a storeroom. But in fact, they robbed a storehouse. So "Ah, you got to let him go. That's no. I think a judge would give him the big middle finger tell him to sit down and shut up really and he should not be practicing law i think that's what a real judge would have been
1: well it certainly would have been one of those tv judges that did that um and, and any of them just pick one judge judy okay she'd be like shut up um there were two in the previous story actually there was one in this story also uh a hanging superman yes so that is, and for those listening for the first time, that's
0: Superman hanging from something, not with a noose around his neck, dangling from
1: a, a tree. Uh, yeah, no, no. Although we have seen a lynching in a Superman story, yes, but we have. We certainly it, have. It was not him that was the victim. Um, no. And I don't, I, I don't think it was either one of these. But I read three and four, and then I read the uh, story in Action Comics thirty-three. Um. It must be in the Action Comics issue. Yeah, it is. Superman flew, Stephen. They made no pretense about it. He flew. Really? He flew. Okay. Looking forward to seeing that. So, yeah, that's... um, That's a few months before Superman number 10. So that I don't talk about it in relation to what we are talking about. Let me flip through it. Um, Yeah. Come on. uh, Yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's absolutely no way for him to be doing. He even says in the next story, up, up, and away. Inter- oh, there it is. Yeah. So, yeah, see oh, that yeah. pose and then see oh, the yeah. next panel uh, come <laughs> yeah. on. I mean, there, yeah. So, so, yeah, it's either just very good luck when I, it comes to falling out yeah. of the sky. No, 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 oh, that's no. Blind. So, yeah, OK. That's crazy. Yeah. So we, we finally have that to look forward to next issue or next story, whether they admit it in the story or not. I am planting my flag on that hill and getting <laughs> ready. That's that's, that's your the that's one. all right. Okay, so back to this one. Um, you know, uh, c- can can there possibly be a mobster of any intelligence at this point that really wants to do anything left? I mean, uh, no, no, uh, nope. y- You know, I mean, not not even withstanding the the contemporary Superman that can hear people. You know, half the world away, so they have to whisper to try. You know, none of that stuff. This is just Superman constantly taking down mobsters. Can there possibly be any mobsters left in the surrounding metropolis vicinity that thinks that they can get away with anything?
0: You know, it it makes you wonder if are they just constantly? Is there just this giant mass of criminals in in Metropolis, or is it? Every time he takes a gang out, then another one comes in to take their place. Well,
1: but they would and have to know the case, why they why? have a place. I mean, they would yeah. have to understand what happened. Yeah, yeah. Ah, we're not that. That's not going to happen to us. <sighs> I, I just. But there,
0: there actually is a moment in this story where Nate, when he goes to the goes to uh, Peron, I got. I, I need another shot of dope. I just gotta. And he tells Perone, I tell you, a caped figure jumped down before our car, flipped it over like it was a kitty car. And Perone says, trying to make me believe that Superman fairy tale, eh?
1: So, yeah, these criminals are stupid. How, yeah, I, oh. Now, that, that would be, would have been something to have been tallying all of this time is how many people he took out got arrested or whatever. It's got to be in the mid to high three digits by this point.
0: Yeah. And he's in the newspapers all the time. Yeah. So it's not like it's just, you know, it's not like with Batman where he doesn't really allow, he's, he's in the shadows. He doesn't allow people to see him. He's a, he's a myth. He's a legend. He's in the, you know, but Superman is just out there for everybody to see. And they write articles about him in the newspaper. And I'm, They've got to have photos of him at this point, but...
1: The military has seen him. Cops have seen him. Yeah. D- you know, every level of law enforcement by now has seen him somewhere, somehow doing something. He has helped them. He's brought bad guys to th- something. It, it, and it's just like, come on, guys. Uh, we we need so it- some supervillains now. We, we need supervillains to go up against Superman.
0: So in the Batman comics, the saying is always... Villains are a superstitious and cowardly lot. Mm-hmm. In Superman, it's got to be villains are stupid. That's sure. why I keep – I don't even have to have superpowers. They're stupid. Yep. That's why I keep winning. Um,
1: I just noticed something here. Uh, let's see. In the – I don't know what page it is, but in, on the uh, – looks like probably the third or fourth page where um, dude is getting out of the trash can where he hid the final panel on that page up in the upper uh right hand yeah. corner of that page that is not a a leaping Superman the no. next panel where he sees somebody walking into the building that is not a leaping Superman
0: now all right that first panel yes that is a Superman flying through the corner of that panel yes this one I could that could be him standing at the edge of a building Oh,
1: that wow. Could be him
0: on a wow. roof looking out over, you know, they, from the perspective, <sighs> there could be a building underneath him. Oh, okay. I, I'm not, I, honestly, I'm not trying to argue with you. Because, yeah, that other one is, de- he is flying He's through the air. Through the-
1: Either oh, that
0: man. or he has just been fired out
1: of a cannon and he happens
0: to be zipping by going, right. hey, there's somebody coming it, out of a trash can. It,
1: it, it was a bad jump. He, he got off on the yeah. wrong foot on that one or something. It, yeah, but... Oh, man. Just... Somebody just say he's flying. Or um, the, the page where he's watching the dude walk into the building. How about that panel at the bottom of that page? The left-hand panel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know? I mean, come on. <laughs> Give him supervillains and daggone it, say he's flying. Come on. Let's let's move this puppy forward, son.
0: And uh, this story proves that dope addicts are stupid as well because Superman basically just writes something on a piece of paper that leads him to believe that there's a big shipment of morphine coming in and then just drops it in front of him. It just, this paper just gently falls out of the sky in front of him. And he's like, Oh, what's this? And he
1: picks it up and he's like, drugs, let's go get them. Yep. It's exactly what he's looking for. What, What a coincidence. Uh, I like what he did to the the car after he uh, put the bad guys in it. There, he kind of yes, <laughs> scrunched it up so that it couldn't open and they couldn't get out. So it was like a a Superman made prison, basically, out of a truck. This, yeah, exactly. This is one of those
0: um, way a whole bunch of stuff happens in this issue. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those that I was. Thoroughly really confused for much of it because my brain can't take that much input in 13 pages. Uh, but by the end it, it all, it all came together for me, but there's, there's a lot. I mean, for a story that's ultimately about, I mean, it, it, it's supposed to be Superman taking out dope addict criminals, but it's also about a, a, uh, a, uh, uh, I guess a criminal mastermind and his lawyer that helps keep them out of jail uh-huh. and trying to get the dirt on them as well to get them in, you know, so it's it's yeah, it's just it's just a lot. There's just a lot in this one. And and of course, to 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 really nail, put that last nail in the criminals or stupid coffin, Perone invites Lois and Clark to their celebration to which everybody's drunk and talking about how they pulled one over on the cops and the legal system. And, and, uh, and then Nate comes bursting in. You've kept me prisoner for a week.
1: With no (laughs) doubt. Like, let's get him out of here.
0: Remember there are reporters in this room.
1: Yeah. That's
0: yeah. And we get how many, at least three Superman hanging from ledges in this one. Nah, I think just two. We've got right one there, right? Technically, that one, but it's probably because he he had he he goes into the building, drops the note, and then he hangs outside the window again to see what happens.
1: That's like a a a rock climbing kind of move there, with both hands on the on the vertical seam. But now I don't Uh, the the one where he's torn the grill off the window. Uh, and talking yeah. about gunshots. I I don't that didn't seem to me as uh, hanging as much as a jumping up two, but well, no, I guess it is. Because you can see his face yeah. here in the next one. Yeah. yeah. So he's
0: you see a little little, little face yep. peeking into the window.
1: So this this is another three story here. Well, that's the goal from here on out. They cannot do less than three in a story. They've they've raised that bar. Yep. Well yeah, we've so. had more in the last one, two, three, four, five, six stories than we've had in almost all of the stories before that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for a while there, it's like every issue he was hanging from a ledge. Mm -hmm. And then there was just this
1: swath
0: of issues for months where he didn't hang from anything.
1: Now, now all of a sudden, he's back to it. Yeah. They're trying to distract us from his flying by showing him hanging. Exactly. That's what it is. Exactly.
0: They put those in to go, no, 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 no. If he could fly, why would he be hanging from this? Exactly.
1: See? Yeah.
0: I I don't know that I have anything else to say about it. It was, uh, it had its moments. Um, I, am in the same camp you are. I'm ready for something other, you know, let's get back to some ultra human. eye. I know we got Luther coming up because I've seen his name in the titles of some upcoming stories. We need, to,
1: uh, but, we need to go. Superman, I mean, th- these these mobsters are are not remotely a challenge. Uh, it's just, Not at all. Not in the least little bit. There's There has been no
0: moment over the last dozen or so stories that you've went, oh, how's Superman going to get out of this one? It's it's more like, how is the criminal going to get yeah, out of re- this
1: one? Really? <laughs> what What is so, the yeah. quip Superman is going to come up with?
0: Right. What's the crazy-ass thing Superman's going to do in this issue? Is he going to eat a knife? <laughs> well, he ha- he <laughs> has
1: done that in the past, so <laughs> now <Yes>. we know <laughs> he's capable.
0: Yep, yep, yep. That's good stuff. When Superman eats a knife in front of a villain, that's... You just want to stand up and clap. Just, bravo, Superman. <laughs>
1: there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. You want me to wrap it up? Yes, sir.
0: All right, folks. This was... Uh, Ed And I give this maybe medium thumbs.
1: Yeah, a uh, not quite thumbs down, uh, not quite uh, thumbs up. We'll, we'll, we'll do a horizontal little. thumb.
0: Yeah, this is a horizontal thumb. So uh let's uh let's see what happens next week folks cuz it sounds like Superman might fly when he's not supposed to be and the comics reading world does not consider it his first time flying.
1: Wow. That doesn't mean that they're right. That's right. It's all in your perception. Yes. So the reader decides.
0: So we'll decide next week. Until then, folks. See, I'm trying to, I'm trying to transition. I'm trying so hard. I'm sorry. I'll be quiet. Transition. No, no, no. I'm trying so hard to make it sound natural. And I'm I I do that on, on my other shows too. And I'm really bad at it. So uh will Steven transition better in the next episode. Until then, <laughs> folks, I'm Steven, and that's Ed. And this was the Superman Super Show. Bye. Ciao, folks. You've been listening to the Superman Super Show. Questions and comments can be directed to the Superman Super Show at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Twitter under the handle at Supes Super Show. That's at S-U-P-S Super Show. And continue the conversation at the Super Show Forum at forums.justanotherfanboy.com. We also encourage you to rate the show wherever available and share this podcast with a friend. All links will be in the show notes.
1: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine. All right, I'm saved up and re-recording. I am as well. Doug
0: says we're on a mission from God. God. We're on a mission from God. I need to watch that movie again.
1: Um, we we went to, um, we had dinner at Outback Steakhouse today. And I, I promise you, when the waitress walked up to me and said, do you know what you want? And four whole fried chickens and a coat is what went through my head. I was like, yeah. No, Dude, we wouldn't wouldn't even. She has no chance of getting that. So I'm like, yeah. And then the
0: other one wanted what, like a white bread slice, a dry white toast, With
1: nothing on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jake Elwood, Elwood, Jake. Yeah, <laughs> the Blues Brothers. That, yeah. That's, uh, okay, now we're we're gonna keep going. I'm gonna have to go in after we're done recording and watch that before I can sleep. Right.
0: Yeah. Got the single most epic car chase scene oh, of any movie ever.
1: Goodness gracious, man.
0: The The best part is when <laughs> the Nazis Not drive they- off of that bridge and they're just falling and the one just looks over at the other one and goes, I've always loved
1: you. <laughs> and you know, goes, was it a pacer? It wasn't a pacer, was it? It, it was, was a uh, pacer or a gremlin or a pinto. A one one Something of those. Like yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, it just. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. And if you watch real close, there's a Princess Leia scene in it, too. Princess Leia and a Steven Spielberg. Yeah, you know, it, it's just and I find myself saying this so often, but they just don't make movies like that anymore. Uh, it, it's, no. you know, yeah, yeah. Case in point, I haven't seen it. Everybody says it's good. Barbie, that I, that is I the kind of things. movie they make nowadays, yeah. not the Blues Brothers.
0: Yeah, it's all about IPs nowadays, franchises, yeah. and, you know, yeah. See what Doug said there? Doug seems to be a fan also. It's just about a perfect movie, yeah. Used to have a, a poster in my room that was the, the, the Blues Brothers sitting on the hood of their car. Yes. And it said, we're so many miles from Chicago, we got to have to take gas. Yeah, we'll take know, gas. the Yeah. Hit it. And I got it at uh the year I got it was at the convention in Chicago that year.
1: Nice.
0: It's like I I saw it at a booth, I hadn't planned on buying it. I'm like, I can't go to Chicago and not get this. Yep.
1: So it's that's about as Chicago as you could get at the time for sure. Yep. All right. Here we go. Superman's bad. I mean, he was bad.